So, welcome everybody to another episode of Late Night Bites with Oris, where we talk tech, gaming, and everything in between. I'm your host, James, and today we have an amazing guest with us. She has over 22,000 followers on Twitch, over 270,000 followers on Instagram. Definitely one of the best Call of Duty players I've ever seen. Uh, Kayla Delancey. Kayla, how are you doing today? That was such a hype up. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, of course. Honestly, okay, I've seen your streams and not gonna lie, I don't know how you get like these insane like kills, these insane headshots from I could only assume what is like miles away in, you know, from game time. It's it's crazy. Yeah, sniping's my thing. Yeah, Yeah, I I would have to literally have some sort of magnification in order to to get those shots it's crazy like not gonna lie i i love call of duty that's like my first love when it comes to like fps shooting but mm-hmm. man you just you take it to a whole new level for sure yeah there's a new sniper out right now that's absolutely insane new marksman rifle oh nice it's so fun yeah, I'm yeah. familiar with like the the old school. I, I don't know if they have this in the game. I know they have the car, right? They have the car, um, but I used mm-hmm. to be a big like Dragonoff guy. No way. Yeah, yeah, I love that sniper. I don't know why, but. Uh, my least favorite. <laughs> I don't know if it's like the worst sniper in the game now or what, but that was, that was my jam in like uh, probably like Black Ops 2 or Black Ops is, is uh it was fun for times. you to remember that yeah you're crazy back in the day like i would quick scope back in man way back yeah like modern warfare two days and stuff but can you this still... now you can do it again can you, you still yeah. quick scope? oh okay that's cool yeah this new sniper is like a mix between the car and an hdr it's like they had a baby and there's like no drop it's hit scan and it's quick scoped it's beautiful nice yeah um so yeah so for those of you guys who don't know um Kayla is a uh, primarily Call of Duty streamer on Twitch. Um, she streams, I believe, every Tuesday through Saturday. Is that correct? Yeah. Every Tuesday through Saturday. Um, so if you haven't, definitely go check her out. Actually, funny story uh, about how we met. Um, you know, I, I usually when I when I usually sponsor streamers, I usually go through agencies or I find their stream randomly online. I really like their content. Uh, but with the with Kayla's case, uh, as, as most of you may know, I uh, my roots go lie very deep with video. Uh, and I was selling my personal camera at the time and I actually sold it to Kayla's boyfriend. And, you know, I told, we got to talking. Um, he, you know, got to ask me what I do. I got to ask him what he does. And he introduced me to Kayla and Ever since then, you know, I, I've been addicted to her stream. She's super awesome, super cool. Um, again, an insane Call of Duty player. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. It's it's something that I would have never found you otherwise, I think. Yeah, so random. Um, so enough about, you know, me. But can you kind of tell our audience uh, a little bit about yourself? You know, your background, where you come from? Yeah, I'm from St. Petersburg, Florida. I went to USF for college, been gaming my whole entire life. My mom is the one that introduced me to gaming. Originally, she bought me my old original PlayStations, original Xbox. We grew up playing Spyro, Crash, you know, Toomba, all those classic games (laughs) together. And uh, I love her for it because I wouldn't be here today without it. But yeah, but during my, like I took a brief period away from Twitch. I started on Twitch like six years ago. And 
Yeah, back in like the Nade Shot days when he was just starting out. Yeah. And I didn't know what I was doing. I was super shy, but it was bad. I think I was playing Black Ops at the time then. Oh, okay. But um, I took a break because I had my, I was, you know, college. And then I got into modeling and I was traveling and then doing school at the same time. And when I finally got settled back down in L.A., doing a nice little road trip across the country over there, <laughs> um, I was like, you know what? I miss freaking, I miss gaming, I miss streaming. And I would drop, I jump right back into it in like full scent and just got all the gear, got everything. And I'm like, this is what I want to do. I freaking love it. Anybody that comes in, you can like just have a chance to make somebody's day. I'm happy. And plus, I'm just a gamer. So, and I know Twitch is more than that now, but I don't know. I freaking, I just, I always want to be a gamer on here, I think. And I love it so much. So, yeah, that's basically. That's awesome. So my you life, came, yeah. So actually, I actually didn't know this, but you're, so you're uh, born and raised in Florida then? Yes. How is the, how's the transition from Florida to California, in Southern California at that? Um, It's the complete opposites, really. I mean, the only common thing was a beach. I was, <laughs> I'm so used to like small town, being able to drive everywhere, really any traffic, except for, you know, when I went to USF, I did have to deal with like maybe an hour's worth of traffic but here it's like you're stuck for hours on end and i'm actually kind of terrified to go out driving oh sometimes I with know. the driving here i know it's so, crazy here in la yeah and but there's so much more opportunity but the thing is now that i'm streaming i really don't go outside much so it's yeah. like what <laughs> what am i doing why am i paying all this money and stuff but you know it, there's still opportunity out here so if something does happen i'm closer to it but That's awesome. you know yeah yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so you kind of just mentioned before that you're, you had a well, in my eyes, you've had a one one crazy career, you know, from like you said, you went to university, uh, modeling, and now to streaming. Um, when you're modeling, was that like its own full time job, or was that like part time while you're going to school, while you're also trying to stream? How did that work out? I was shooting like three to five times a week so i'd say it was more full-time i was doing i was working for a swimwear company while i was in college that had me like they would ship out their full catalogs worth like every every week so i was constantly shooting which was nice it was like constant work while i was in college oh, but wow, then okay. when i when i got out and you know i met chris through a fitness company that we were filming for i was filming for a fitness product so after that I met him, like we just kept shooting for other companies for like fitness commercials, you know, um, more swimwear stuff. Just that was basically my categories. And then when I got here, I was super pumped because I'm like, dang, we could just shoot all this gaming content. We can do this stuff for like companies and like relate it to what I'm doing. Yeah. But that was like one of the hardest switches to get taken seriously in the gaming world when, you know, you're a model too. People are going to judge you. They look at you different. They're like, oh, you're just selling your body for, you know, to play games on Twitch and get noticed. I'm like, no, I freaking love what I do. I love doing both things. I yeah. shouldn't be judged by that. But, you know, you're always going to get that negativity. So but, actually, yeah, that actually brings me uh, up to my next point is so when you went from when you switched from uh, essentially full time modeling to full time streaming, how was the audience shift? Is that something where you kind of just really had to start from scratch and build like an audience that would really watch you, f you know, for your content? Um, or, or did you have, you know, people 
fans that were fans of your modeling, and then they switched over to really lo- love your gaming content. How does that? How did that work? I'd say it was a little bit of both. Um, I feel like I still, well, I'm consistently, I think, losing people, but I'm probably gaining the more people that I want from the gaming part right now on the modeling side. But when I was first doing it, I originally did post gaming content like back in the day too. Like when I was doing hardcore full-time modeling, I would randomly post while, because yeah, I was still playing Call of Duty when I could. I was, you know, I was playing Mass Effects freaking three days straight until I beat it, you know, but and I would post pictures, but I don't, I don't know. It's almost like I don't want some of that audience sometimes now. I would rather just have the gamers and the people that take me seriously and aren't just there to see pictures of me like that. And I've been doing less and less of it for that reason. But I still like to feel good and like post pictures. And I'm doing a shoot like in two weeks that I would like to post. But then I like question myself, should I post this? Is this going to be bad for the people that just want gaming content? Yeah. Yeah, it's a struggle. So it's really hard to like, separate the the audiences because again, I would say your your passions for both um, categories, you know, both modeling and gaming, they're two very different uh, audiences uh, in mm-hmm. terms of you know, is there any overlap? It's not like uh, tech channel and gaming or something like that, you know. Um, yeah, I was just gonna. I mean, I people have suggested like separating the two. But Mm -hmm. honestly, I think I just want to be me and I just own it at this point. I'm just like, you know what? If you don't like my content, I'm okay with it. Unfollow, do the thing. Because I love the community I've built, period. People in my Twitch community are absolutely insane. So like welcoming to everybody, uh, just enjoy any content, anything and positive. And that's all I want to be surrounded by. So I've come to the conclusion that I'm just going to own it. If I want to feel good, wear a bikini and post a picture in it or, you know, I'm just... That's how I think it should be, though. Like, yeah. if a girl in the female freaking gaming industry that gets so much hate, um, like, a girl should be able to wear what the hell she wants and game and do whatever the heck she wants, you know, and not be judged by it. Like, one day, I just, I got in with a new management company, um, and it's all, like, female-ran. And oh, nice. I, yeah, we're really trying to push this whole, you can just... I would love if a female streamer is online and somebody joins and they don't just go, oh, you're a streamer. Yeah. Oh, just like just by from what they're wearing, even though they could be like absolutely insane at the game or just insane at what they do because, you know, there's cosplay and stuff out there. Mm-hmm. And just like to break that barrier, people could like literally just watch and they're just like, oh, damn, cool. Chick streaming, gaming, let's go. And not judge by that. I know yeah. there's always going to be that negativity again, but I just want to break through it. Like own it, be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think you said it perfectly. It's um, it's really, it's seriously really sad to see like female streamers get like that rep, even though they're just trying to really, you know, enjoy their passion, enjoy their hobby of gaming, just like mm-hmm. anyone out there, you know, uh, male or female. Um, can you tell? Can you talk a little bit more about like the obstacles, a little more in depth about the obstacles that you faced personally when you had to make that full time switch to streaming, and you know how you have dealt with it up to now, and for any other female streamers out there, how you would suggest you know to help with that sort of obstacle that they have to overcome as well. If I were to tell like a woman what I went through, I mean every I think every girl is going to deal with it there's so many insane streamer girls that i know that have like three viewers and 
they're absolutely cracked at the game. Yeah. And in my opinion, I think like a lot of ladies need to actually stick together and join other ladies streams. I watch a lot of dude streamers too, just because the gameplay is insane, but there's freaking insane ladies out there that are just as cracked and we don't know about them. Mm-hmm. And it just needs to become more obvious. But one of my hardest things, again, was just the whole modeling transformation and getting judged and saying, you know, hey, oh, and the other thing I hate, you have an OnlyFans, you have this, you have that. Just because I have modeling, modeling. stuff doesn't mean I'm going to do that. Nothing against OnlyFans completely. Like, you know, that's what people like to do sometimes, but it's just yeah. just because I do that. It's I f- not. I feel like yeah. modeling also has its own, like, the way people perceive modeling is, um, it's not what they, they think, you know. Modeling is so much more than just, you know, showing off your body or something like that. It, it's, in my opinion, it's, um, you know, it, it's an art for for the person because yes. they have to take care of themselves and they have to make the product look look very good in a certain way. Um, you know, and it's not just like, oh, just like you said, oh, do you have an OnlyFans? It's, it's so much more than that. And, uh, you know, on, on behalf of guys everywhere, I don't know, but... <laughs> it, it's it's really hard. It really sucks, and and I'm sorry that you know modeling gets that sort of like rep uh, amongst guys. But yeah, it, I can definitely see where you're talking about in terms of just from modeling to gaming. That's such a rough transition in terms of trying to get people to stay for you, you know, for your content. But yeah. you did tell me that you know your community is very supportive. They're very hardcore on your content. Um, can you talk a little bit more about your community, how you grew them? Um, and and how they help out with you know the the obstacles that you have to co- overcome because I'd assume you know they're also there to help you you know shoo away the the haters yeah. shoo away all like the the bad energy. Yeah, so I think I mean a lot of my community came from you know Instagram and Twitter originally. They're like, oh my god, Kayla's you know on the streaming world, gaming world, and a lot of people didn't even know that side of me, and so I started posting about it. And I feel like that's one of the number one things. If you have a, any type of social media following, even very little, you could get shared by somebody and you never know. But post your clips, post your content and get it out there. People actually see what you're like and hear you, you know, see your gameplay or see your content in general. Like you need to get it out there no matter what, all platforms. That's my number one thing. And I think from, I don't know, I guess from what people saw of me, they bonded. We all relate. We all have like the same common values in my community, you know, super positive, super welcoming. I just, it's kind of unreal. Like the support you get, like any woman that joins, we're like, Oh ladies, let's go. You know? And I'm just always ready to play with them. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, I'm growing. I finally, I'm like, yes, I finally have like 10 girls to play games with. Let's go. <laughs> I'm That's so excited awesome. about it. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, I don't. I think just posting everywhere and being consistent on Twitch is huge. Uh, if you really want to make it something you love and want to do full time, but how hard yeah, is I it? How hard is it to find other female streamers to like really collab with? Um, if you find a female streamer that you like, that's you know really good at the game, do you just hit them up or? Um, you know, how, how have you managed those those Twitch relationships? Okay. Well, there are a lot of ladies that are very welcoming, but there are a lot of ladies that also have that. I don't know. It's like hard to explain. It's just, they're just like, no, 
you know. Really? Oh, yeah. kind of like lone, like maybe like a lone wolf or something like that? Or I don't know. I would, honestly, I just always thought we all stick together and I don't really care. Yeah. But yeah, well, usually you just send a DM and, or I'll just message somebody or I'll like pop in their chat and start talking and, uh, or I'll join other discords. Um, like, you know, uh, Mara Alexandra, she has like a whole, oh, yeah, I yeah. created this too, but she has like a whole discord. Just like if a girl joins, they add it just, it's like privately for ladies only. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah, so like I found a bunch of girls there, and if there's lady tournaments, I literally will look up every girl and go check her out um, and check out their content. Like I literally will just click on their Twitch, and I'm just like, I need to watch this, see if see if we can, you know, in game together, we we have the same, you know, kind of feel. Wait, so because I'm not a super toxic person at all, so I just try to avoid it anyway. So yeah, kinda, yeah. <laughs> actually, wait, I've never even I didn't actually didn't even know that. So there's actually just a pure female led tournaments or just like female only tournaments when it comes to like uh, twitch uh gaming yeah oh, i love the cool. co-ed tourneys and the female tourneys and then that's where i find the most of the like the batch i'm like okay who the heck are these girls and why hasn't anybody shared this and because yeah. i'm always gonna share you know everyone i shout out girls on my stream all freaking day <laughs> so um yeah so I, I kind of want to talk about uh, your the game that you primarily play, Call of Duty. Um, you've been, that's like your your main game, right? That's the game that everyone knows you for. That's the game that you're um, very confident in. Is that a game that you, of course, it's your main source of content in terms in terms of Twitch streaming. But mm -hmm. ever in the future, do you plan to expand your, uh, your, I guess, your competitive gaming titles to, let's say, like Valorant or even uh, as bold as switching to a different, not switching, but adding a different genre like MOBAs, like League of Legends or something like that. The funny thing is I did play and stream League of Legends, I, I don't even know, like years ago. Oh, before <laughs> so, like a yeah. long time. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I streamed League of Legends years ago and then, but I never really got into, you know, Valorant and stuff. I never was like a huge CSGO person. Mm. So, but once BRs came out, that's when I got super addicted to just VR life. So VR so fun. Oh man! Oh, I said VR. Did I say VR? Oh, VR. Like, oh, battle, oh, battle royale. royale. Battle, I said yeah, VR. Yeah, yeah. I was like VR. Yeah, I was like, wait, did he say VR? Wait, yeah, no. I said VR. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they yeah. have um, they have this uh, kind of CS:GO um, knockoff on VR. It's called Pavlov VR. It's literally like I, a one I've for played one. It. You played it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. When I first played that game, I was so I was so in love. I was like, "Oh my god!" I never played such an interactive VR shooting game. It's it's crazy. Um, but okay, BR. Yes, BR is like the complete craze, and it's such a fun um, such a fun genre of gaming. I mean, that's you mm -hmm. can clearly see with Fortnite, Apex Legends. Uh, again, the you know the the new Call of Duty battle royales. Um, yeah. So in terms of uh genre gaming i guess br is is your main genre would you switch to other games that have br like again like fortnite or uh, apex legends which are also very competitive uh, or are you yeah. still plan to stick with just call of duty well right now i'm warzone like high horse i want to keep getting better and i do like three tournaments a week in warzone and i want to wow. keep grinding the game but i mean Otherwise, if a new competitive game comes out, that's anything like it or that. But I was playing Apex for the whole time it was out until Warzone came out. Oh, I okay. love Apex too. 
but I don't know if I'd like switch back to it. You know, I'm waiting right now. I just want this a new RPG in my life. I'm so pumped for Cyberpunk. <laughs> Me too. Um, oh my gosh. I got we got like another month. I know <laughs> November cannot I don't come know. fast Ugh. enough. I don't oh know. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm uh, that's what I'm really excited for. I'm going to grind the crap out of that and probably maybe even do a 24-hour stream. That's what I used to do back in like Mass Effect days. I would literally I would pass out for maybe like an hour and just wake up with the controller in my hand type of thing. <laughs> and it's like, no, I missed something. And, you know, I'm just trying to beat it. And like I did it in like two or three days one time. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That really. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm, um, I'm hoping for it. <laughs> Cyberpunk is one of those games where, again, I know everyone is excited for, but I'm really excited for it because, yeah, I'm a sucker for open world games. Mm. Um I don't know if you know that. I don't know if you've heard of the game Dying Light. It's a. I've heard of it, but I didn't play it. Yeah, you should if you. Well, I I don't, I don't know if you like scary games, but it's like oh, an no, no, open no. world parkour <laughs> zombie game. Uh, trust me, I don't like scary games either. But the fact that you can run and jump on buildings just to get away from zombies, it's like, it's like a thrill. I don't know why, but it's like, ah, oh, they're gonna catch me. Oh, but I can just jump from building to building. Um, but yeah, I'm a sucker for open world games and cyberpunk. I hear that they've, again, a lot of the time they spent is just world building. Um, you know, you can go into little different shops and you'll find the smallest uh, details. Like the, the attention to detail is insane. So that's what I'm really excited for. I'm so excited. I know. I know. Um, <gasps> but yeah, so, uh, so, okay. So that's cool. So in terms of your kind of next steps forward in terms of content, you're looking uh at at cyberpunk potentially being the next big game that you that you're streaming yes okay how about the new i now i know the new call of duty just got announced is that something that you're gonna make the full switch into or i'm not too sure about how like the call of duty genre works uh at least the newer ones um you know my experience Back in the day when it goes from, like, let's say, Black Ops to Black Ops 2, everyone would just stop playing Black Ops and then switch over to Black Ops 2. Mm -hmm. um, is that kind of how it is now? Or do you have some people still playing, I think, what's the last one before this? Black Ops 4? Or I'm trying to remember the last um, game before this one. The last COD I don't game. even remember. I just remember the last, like, COD Blackout was the, like, last BR. Yeah. But I don't so, so know. So do you know anyone that still plays the uh cod blackout or have they all switched over one, to warzone mainly everybody's on warzone but i know like some streamers will sometimes go back they're like i miss blackout let's go but i i didn't enjoy blackout that much is there i got a few like axe kills and that was it but. oh <laughs> is there because they're both battle royale is there really a lot of difference between the two the blackout and warzone uh well warzone of course has its problems but I'd say it's a way better um, game in general. I see. Uh, better movement, better play style. Uh, just a little more updated, you know? Yeah, the movement in Call of Duty. I've always loved the movement in Call of Duty. Um, I've actually recently taken up Valorant. Um, and that's like its own beast. Uh, because, mm -hmm. you know, I come, again, I just like you come from Call of Duty. A very fast-paced, run-and-gun Um but CSGO, Call of Duty is very different. You have to play a little bit more slow, quietly. Um, and that's a, such an adjustment it, it took for me to to get to that point. Um, but I really do miss Call of Duty and just going off the walls, running, 
jumping everywhere. Um, again, the movement is so crazy. But I've noticed mm. in your streams that there's a lot of uh, small technical stuff that you do when like running or when shooting. How long did it take for you to really get down? I guess like the the professional type of technical stuff. Is that something well, that you just had to learn on your own, or you just really have to have a passion for the game? Um, can you talk I a little say bit more, more about that? You, yeah, the the more you play, the better you get with any game. Mm -hmm. But personally, my switch from controller to mouse and keyboard was such a struggle. Like I did it seven months ago, oh and my gosh, tell learning. Me about it. Yeah, learning the keys, the mouse movement, the sense you want. Uh, I think the aiming part's pretty simple, but the fat fingering, different keys. <laughs> I still do it. I do Kayla oof nades all the time. I'm just like randomly throwing things and killing oh. myself almost. But uh, actually, the slide cancel movement in Call of Duty, I didn't know how to properly do it on mouse and keyboard until Huskers came into my chat and um, said, oh, we need to work on this. And he literally joined my game and helped me out. <laughs> You're getting so, some uh, lessons, on-screen yeah, lessons. Yeah, so, I mean, and ever since then, I've been a slide cancel master, and I taught I taught a bunch of people how to do it themselves. They're like, wait, what's slide cancel? Like, I was playing with, you know, the wide receiver, Mike Williams, kind of like my friend now, and we game all the time. Okay. And uh, he he, uh, he was just running. I'm like, you don't know how to slide cancel? And then I teach him how to slide cancel, and he's like, zoom in. <laughs> so funny. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, definitely, like, once you get it, and learn the movement you you know you just get better and better okay basically. okay yeah yeah that's that's awesome yeah actually that's exactly the the technique i was i was just watching your stream i think a couple of days ago and i i saw you do that i was like man what what is that i don't remember doing that when i was playing warzone <laughs> and it's, it's, you're moving so fast i was like what the heck i'm assuming that's like uh to to cancel out kind of the cooldown time on your running or something yeah, like on that, the sprint. Or, yeah so on the every sprint. time so I press, like, you know, I see the slide and then you cancel it with, and then you like, I spam shift in space. You know, I just like seize shift space and just freaking go for it. Is that something but, that took like a while for you to get down consistently? Mm, or well, yeah, for my fingers to like work that way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it, yeah, it only actually took a few days though okay. to really master it, but I still mess it up sometimes. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, I think I, I mean I'm definitely like you. I you know play Call of Duty starting on controller, even uh, Warzone. I I mean I'm gonna get flamed from all of the hardcore PC people out there, which is our <laughs> audience. But uh, yeah, I play Call of Duty on controller too. Oh, there um, are some. No, I feel like this this whole controller versus mouse and keyboard thing is kind of balanced now with seeing how many insane streamers play on controller. Yeah, I think actually and Shroud said it best. He was like, you know, controller has its own pros and cons. Yeah. Mouse and keyboard has its own pros and cons. Um, and I think the debate was like, oh, should mouse and keyboard and controller players be allowed to play in the same tournament? Uh, and he said no, because the fact that just one uh, has a, an advantage over the other, it doesn't matter how many advantages, but it's if balanced. it's not, yeah, if it's not an equal playing field, they shouldn't be in the same tournament. So, oh, that yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. I kind of agree with that, but. I mean, I'm from both worlds, so yeah. it's hard for me. <laughs> I would definitely say the fact, um, uh, the aiming is a lot better for sure on mouse and keyboard. So much more precise. Um, but I love just not being able to move my arm as much. Yeah, <laughs> just using yeah. my fingers, you know? The only is thing just is me, my or? thumbs would get so sore playing on controller because I am a button pusher. Like I'm a... <laughs> 
oh, my thumbs would get so bad and I had like indents and they'd peel sometimes. But now on mouse and keyboard, like I'm I'm free. Yeah, I'm, you're I'm chilling. like my hand. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's it's better for me. I enjoy it. It's pretty but. crazy how in depth, like, um, not just for for the game, but for, like the actual hardware, like mouse and keyboard. There's people that go in depth where they actually mod their mice, like the bottom mm -hmm. of their mice, so it glides smoother. You know, and yeah. it's like, whoa! You know, I didn't even know that. Um, and same thing with the keyboard. But I guess you know, when it comes to competitive play, you're really trying to get all of the advantages you can. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't uh, do those elite controllers, so I tried doing paddles. Like the last week before I switched to mouse and keyboard full time, I was using an elite, and I'm like, no, I grip my controller too hard. Yeah, and I just would click the butt the the paddles in the back. I don't know. Same, same. I could never. I tried the paddles once on uh, the elite controllers, and it just it wasn't my jam. Definitely. Nope. So, I mean, we talked about. Uh, Call of Duty, you know, your, your content. We talked about your community. What's Kayla's next big step? Like, what do you, do you have any plans for uh, 2021? Because I know 2020 is, has just been a crazy year for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, but what can your viewers and even our viewers, uh, viewers that, you know, aren't familiar with your stream, um, when they go onto your stream, do you have anything big planned for 2021? Uh, so far, I just want to keep grinding and getting better. Yeah. But in the future, with this management company, like I said, it's like woman led. I I think I have a lot in motion, leading towards trying to change the whole stigma on woman in gaming. Yeah. 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 So I plan on doing a lot more content that way and trying to grow other ladies and. Like, I want to see, you know, Valkyrie, I think, is, like, one of the top female streamers. She has the highest viewership. But, like, I want to see more ladies that have that 40,000 or even 10,000-plus viewers. Like, Lulu is the only close one on Twitch that I've noticed. But on YouTube, there's another spectrum. But, like, I want to see more females that are just have massive viewership just because they're enjoyable to watch. Mm -hmm. Not for any other reason other than that. And that's, I mean, I'm just going to keep trying to push more and more and more. Because my audience is mainly male-based, and for me to change the mind on any male opinion, like, I, I literally will rant sometimes with some of the nonsense I get from DMs and, yeah. you know, the spam and, like, the things, and I will rant, and I can change any opinion on guys, and I they will literally go and watch out the other ladies that I, you know, try to represent or, mm -hmm. you know, help out. And I think that's my main goal next year, to, like, just break that and just keep being me. I want to keep doing modeling and gaming at the same time too and just own it. That's it. And I want to keep expanding into this gaming world. That yeah. I mean, I'm followed by so many big people in the industry that can see my content and I just I don't want to be judged by it, but I think I'm just I'm literally just past it and I'm just owning it now. I don't I don't think I I haven't really gotten any crazy hate for That's a long good. time. That's yeah. good. Um, and, and I think that really shows that, you know, your community is just growing to be, um, you know, there for, again, you and, and your content and your skills um, and not you, the model. You know, there's two separate audiences. And I'm glad that it's showing that your or the audience that you're the members that you're getting, the new members that you're getting are there for um, the gameplay, there for the skills, which is really good to hear. Mm hmm. 
Um, so I, I know we talked a little bit, but I kind of want to expand more on this. Can you tell me about your time and uh, in, in even currently in competitive play? I know you've been doing a lot of tournaments. Uh, guys, if you go to Kayla's channel, she has like a ton of – you've been in a lot of tournaments, right? Yeah. Um, when it comes to like these tournaments, how – competitive can it be i'm pretty sure you've been in tournaments that are high level that are low level that are like somewhere in between but does it get really really try hard or are you just there just to for the experience to have fun me i always try to have fun period even if it's a try hard like i've done my hardest ones i've done are like the 2v2s where you're doing 2v4 basically you're just versing the other duo mm-hmm in the in the game and that's the most difficult and it's like the sweatiest thing and i do like beat myself up like i had an 11 hour tournament for that and i was so done by the end and i just like you can beat yourself up so easily that's the hard part because if i'm hard on myself i don't do well if i let my teammate down i'm just like dang but i always try to have fun no matter what but I wasn't having fun at that point. <laughs> but I mean, the biggest one, the most exciting one was playing in freaking Twitch Rivals with T-Pain. Yeah. That was insane. That was like a dream come true for me because, you know, I grew up listening to his music. Oh, I think and everyone he did. is hilarious. Yeah. You, were but, you on his, like you were on his team or you played against him and yeah, his team? Yeah, I was on his team. Oh we my, were playing together for that, hours. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so jealous. Yeah. And he called, he's like, Dang, Kayla, you're really cool, but I thought you were going to be a tryhard. I'm like, me? <laughs> a tryhard? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was like the only person that really was like was a big Warzone player. I was the pro technically on their team, which I am not anywhere near pro. <laughs> but like, The season vet. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, I don't know that we were just basically the content crew. Because we were just having a blast. That's that's all that mattered. I think everybody was saying they were going to other Twitch streams for Twitch rivals, and they're also serious and like palms yeah. and everything. And we and T Pain and them were all stuck in propane tanks, you know, cracking <laughs> up. Just I don't know. That's a good time. How did that happen? How did you get get to get paired up with with T Pain? I don't see. I have no. They picked randomly, and I honestly think the guys from Phase knew who I was somehow. I don't know how they know who I am from mm-hmm. face, but yeah, they reached out and maybe they saw my content or like, I think they'll mesh, you know, because he paid it. The, all of them are like, yeah, I think they put us together for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that, that whole thing was kind of rigged though. They put like Huskers and Symphony together. They put Nick Merckx and um, oh, uh, Nick Merckx. Swag together. Oh, man, like, yeah. yeah, they put all the cracked players together. So hey, like, to be yeah, honest, we were... if I had to play with them or T-Pain, was 100% I would play with T-Pain. I don't care if I'm yeah, losing that tournament. Yeah, I know, exactly. I'm like, I'm winning no matter what, so yeah, <laughs> whatever. Oh my God, yeah, T-Pain is... So how is he in person? Like, I always loved him, uh, his music growing up, uh, and I think he's a really cool guy, even off screen as well. Um, but, you know, how, how was it like playing with him? He was just a good time. Like, he was just hilarious. And I think that's why people enjoy his streams too. Like, he has a great... He has one of the best intros of all time, by the way. On Twitch, like, really? Have you ever heard his intro? I haven't. I haven't. Okay, you need to go look at that after this. But all right, yeah, all right, definitely. Yeah, it's the best intro I've ever seen. But um, he, yeah, he was just a good time. He was hilarious. He was genuine. He was nice. Uh, yeah, that was That's, basically yeah. That is awesome. Um, you know, for those of you guys who um 
don't know, you know, T-Pain, well, if you don't know T-Pain, you should probably just log off right now. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, I don't know what you've been, you've probably been living under a rock. But <laughs> but uh, I think, you know, T-Pain gets a lot of ref, like, oh, he uses auto-tune. But actually, he's an amazing singer. I know, um, I've heard him without auto-tune too. Yeah, oh yeah. my gosh, this guy can really belt. And um, it's so awesome to see really mainstream celebs getting into gaming because you have T-Pain, you have Logic, um, you know, you have all these big guys coming from uh, acting or or uh, singing or just in the music industry in general, coming mm-hmm. over to gaming. What are your thoughts about that specific? And you know, I guess that that movement in general yeah. of you're starting to see mainstream celebrities coming onto Twitch. Do you think it's beneficial for you guys as as Twitch, you know, seasoned mm-hmm. vet Twitch streamers, or do you think it can be a little bit harmful as they may take a lot of that audience, I guess, market share wise? I think uh, it's a little bit of both. I've been reached out by a lot of famous people or whatever you want to call them. I mean, just because they're wanting to know, hey, how do you set this up? Hey, how's it like on like what's it like on Twitch? Yeah. Um, you know, and then in my head, I'm like, you know what? You're just going to take all the viewers, aren't you? <laughs> You're just going to take over. I see how but, this is. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of cool because a lot of these guys have been gaming their whole life. It's just never a cool thing, you know. But now yeah. that gaming is just I feel like it's just so known now yeah. as a normal thing. Finally, like we're nerds and we're proud. Thank mm-hmm. you. But yeah. yeah, they were just always gamers. They just didn't know like streaming was a thing and now they're finding it out and I'm totally cool with it. Just, you know, be cool with me, whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> I think um I think again it, it's there's there's a lot of pros to it. Um especially if you have these celebrities asking for your help, that's just more collaboration opportunities. Uh, exactly. Um and actually going back to just like the streaming, the core streaming aspect in general. Going from modeling, and especially you have a degree in, I believe, marketing, right? Yeah. Yeah, so having that, you have a lot of stuff. To, you have a lot of paths to go off of. Why did you make the jump into full-time streaming rather than going into either full-time modeling or just uh, um, a normal, I guess, career into marketing? Well, I broke my back uh traveling in Costa Rica doing a cliff diving. So I was out for the count for over a year. So when I was bedridden, I was playing Witcher 3 and also learning how to video edit, be a colorist, do motion graphics and graphic design. Like I literally sat on the, you know, I couldn't move. Mm -hmm. So I was sitting in bed on the computer learning all the tech rounds of everything and also just playing games. But um, yeah, so that kind of took me out of modeling for a while. I lost my, I was with UTA. I lost my, you know, my representation because I couldn't model in post really. Um, so yeah, I literally was like, damn, I need to find other work. And that's what I did. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, in a way I kind of did marketing all the time because I was marketing myself, but also finding work with the graphics and the video stuff and everything and now what's kind of cool because i literally create all my own motion graphics and graphics for my stream and other streamers in the community that like my stuff they'll usually ask and yeah so i have other work from that too cool i didn't know that so you actually uh, help other streamers to make like their their asset their graphical assets yeah their overlays their alerts yeah oh that's really cool i didn't know Mm -hmm. that yeah that's actually that's oh that's really cool to hear i've actually never um 
meta Twitch streamer who who does that. So you're actually actively helping, you know, not just growing your community, but you're actually actively helping others grow their own communities as well. Yeah. Yeah. I always try to do that. <laughs> That's really awesome. That is really cool just to see just when ev- anyone gives back. Um is really good to see because I think, you know, now more than ever, it's just, you hear a lot of bad things um, happening right now, but any, to me, any good, uh, any good news is really, really great news. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you guys heard it. Uh, if you guys want Kayla to make your graphics, <laughs> yeah. uh, Kayla, twitch.tv slash Kayla Delancey. <laughs> <Woo-woo. laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, it, I mean, it seems, seems like you've had such already a, a crazy uh, life, you know, just in terms of going everything that you've dealt with. Um, would you say that there in the future you would ever switch to like a normal career, like in marketing, I guess, like a, I guess like a nine to five job or is that not really you? Okay. Hear me out. So growing up, one of my favorite movies of all time was grandma's boy. Okay. Um, dream job, her job, just like running a bunch of, gaming nerdy things and being a part of a nerd world like if i had any other job other than streaming i would want it still to be related to the gaming industry period like it's it's my life it's my love yeah so of course. yeah i've always just dreamt of if it had to be a job that i had to do something other than this i wanted to be in this like just nerd world so of, it, a, of a place so, so yeah. <laughs> if it was like a marketing job in let's say activision uh oh you would that's something that like you would be interested in, right? Yeah, I yeah, I would definitely consider it. I mean, I love streaming though. I never want to give it up unless it just falls through somehow and I'm just down to zero viewers of uh, all time. But yeah, I don't I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> oh, but, I yeah. don't think that would. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. so when you did make the jump to full-time streaming, how how scary was that? I I mean, it must have been scary just to know I mean, I'm pretty sure you had a, d- a great following from your modeling career, but just starting a new venture must be pretty daunting, you know, to say the least, right? Yeah. Going full time and not, you know, being able to pay your bills is always a thing. And that's one thing I was really, really worried about. But luckily, I, you know, have an amazing boyfriend that, you know, was like, I have your back. You have work. We have video work. You know, just go for it. If you want to do this, make this your passion. Do it. And because he has he has a great job, you know, he's he's doing well with filming and stuff. And I luckily had some support, but my community kind of when I started streaming, like I didn't even I wasn't worried about it. Like That's they they're so supportive. It's absolutely insane. They just love that because I'm so involved with my community. Like mm-hmm. we have the whole discord channel that we're talking literally 24 seven on it. <laughs> and they all love each other. They're all like friends. They all game together. They all hang out. They all like hang out even in the chilling discord and just talk. So yeah. it's like you've you've built something great and everybody's really happy. So they all support. And it's just that's, I think, super key. That's good. Um, yeah, I would say if you do plan to switch into a new career, again, this is for the people out there that have um, spouses or that have, you know, loved ones. Yeah. If you have someone that is just fully in support of you switching or doing anything with your life, you know, it's the best. Um, yeah. Really. I, I mean, I've dealt with that, too. Um, and with my current fiance, you know, with, or my current, my only fiance, let me just get that. I don't know if she's going to hear this <laughs> with my fiance. Um, yeah, she's kind of like the same too, where she's just kind of had like a career shift and, you know, I'm saying, Hey, you know, the work is here. You go and do what you want to do. 
Um, mm-hmm. Because I think that's the last thing anyone should have to worry about is 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 monetary problems. You know, yep. if you really want to do something and that's your passion, go go and do it. You know, there shouldn't be anything stopping you. Yeah, completely agree. So, I kind of want to talk a little bit more um, hardware now because that's where a lot of our audience is at. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you first started streaming, what kind of hardware did you start off with? Do you have to have like you know, a $10,000 PC set up, you know, for streaming? Or can you get by with, you know, the the bare minimum? I think, I mean, I'm still rocking like a 1080 graphics card and a pretty old CPU. So uh, I'd say anybody can stream with like a $1,200 PC around that range or even the Xbox with like a, or their console with a not even that much of a PC. But, you know, I don't know. I think audio and stream quality is a huge deal. And when I see people that are playing on console, you definitely notice, like, the frame difference, the the everything, and it's a little bit more difficult to watch. So, I don't know. I think a solid, like, $1,200 PC, and you can actually stream and do it, and it'd be pretty decent quality. But, no, you don't need 10K worth of gear. Like, that's just more big time. Yeah. More big time. Um, and actually, I've seen a lot. Well, actually, this is back in the day. But, you know, when I used to watch Twitch streamers, um, uh, you know, first start out, they either one had a crappy webcam and yeah. they, they basically try to put all of their juice into streaming to make that run as smooth as possible. Or two, you know, if you really are, if you really love the game, people will follow you for, you know, your content. I think just a simple uh, microphone to talk to your audience as well as mm-hmm. just a high quality gameplay stream, you know, uh, 1080p, 60 FPS uh, is more than enough. I don't think even cameras are are necessary just to start off. I think just a simple no. microphone and, you know, just a way to communicate with your audience, right? Yeah, big time. I was going to say there was this uh, streamer I watched a while, like a while back on Apex. He only had a mic and I rarely, I don't, I'm really, I really do like seeing the person. Mm-hmm. and their reaction and what they're doing. But I was watching a guy that literally only had a mic and it, he had such an audience and people loved him because he had a personality. He was very nice. He was very kind and also just insane. But, and they just built towards a goal to get him a PC to get better quality streams because they, they weren't the best, but I still watched him. So oh, yeah, I completely awesome. agree with that. Yeah. See, that's and, how, you know, oh, yeah. Man. That's how cool just building a community is. You know, you have people that are there to back you Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what and uh, I'm assuming that's you know it's no different with your community as well you know your um, your 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 uh, family I guess you know is really there to just support you for you and your content which is oh it's so cool I always love seeing that yeah I'm trying to build my next goal is getting a new PC I want a new graphics card I want to get higher frames I have these well the gigabyte 165 hertz freaking monitors and i can only get like 100 frames on my game so oh, like re- i, I really? need to upgrade yeah right. i need a freaking upgrade you know what all right yeah i'm saying it here oris has got you we're, we're we're coming in you guys stay tuned we're coming in hot with with uh with the uh, with all the works don't worry kayla we're coming mm. <laughs> oh really yes well we'll we'll work on a big project together don't worry yeah Sick. um so in terms of going from, I mean, I think everyone has started from like 60, uh, just a standard 60 hertz monitor. And you said yep. right now you're probably able to, to 
to cap out at like a hundred from mm-hmm. just sixty to what you have now a hundred. Is there a significant difference? And if there is, uh, would you say it's it's a good investment to make in terms of you know trying to up your game? I say no matter what, yes. You will go and watch even a sixty hertz freaking a stream that somebody play on console, and you can you know you notice. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like everything just seems more clear and crisp mm-hmm. when you're looking and you're moving. Uh, I played on 60 hertz right before I had this monitor. So <laughs> um, I'm just, my eyes had to adjust. I'm like, wait, what? What am I it's, seeing? This, it's so much beautiful. more smooth, right? <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. going on? Why are my eyes such at ease right now? <laughs> yeah, no, I, 100% you see a difference. I mean, anybody will say like, oh, I don't really it's a big deal. But if you actually, like, I've seen comparisons too. Have you ever seen the comparisons from yeah. a 60 hertz to that? And you like actually see the blurred, how insane the difference is. Yeah. When they do it, it in like, slow mode. Right? Yeah. 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 I thought that was insane. But I think at a certain point, like maximizing, I, if you know, I think there's like 244. I'd like to see if our eyes really notice. I haven't, you know, been I, up that high. But yeah, I don't. So right Definitely now, from 60 to oh double, yeah. yeah. From 60, <laughs> I think from 60 up is such a great while investment, um, especially now because technology has gotten so efficient and cheaper. Uh, for example, like again, the, the Gigabyte monitor that you have, 165 hertz. And I believe that one goes for like 299 or 250. We have, we have it in that sub 300 range. So you can get these monitors that push out higher frame rates for a lot cheaper because the technology has advanced. Now, I would say like three years ago, three, four years ago, in order to get a 144 hertz monitor, you'd have to pay oh. like, you know, $700, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, you know, it, it's so readily available for anyone. I'd say that's one of the most important upgrades that you should get, um, aside from you know upgrading your PC hardware every now and then to to push frames. Um, Agreed. But I don't know if you know, Caleb, but now uh, the industry is on 360 hertz. Oh my god! Yeah, um, it's crazy. Uh, but uh, there's always this debate now. It's like, okay, well, is 360 hertz worth it? Can the human, can the the average human actually benefit from that and yeah think, that's what i want to know yeah and i think there were like actual scientific studies that they did and this gets super like nerdy but they did actual okay. scientific studies that from 60 to 144 it's a night and day difference mm-hmm. um, because you're getting somewhere between like a, a 30 and 40 percent gain in terms of your frame rates now from 40 sorry from 144 to 240 which is like the next big leap that gap gets smaller. So you notice the difference, but it's it's a, a lot more minimal than uh, you would think. And then from 240, or 240 to 360, it's even smaller. So it's the frame rates are, are a lot better, but the actual amount of difference is uh, very small. So the debate right now is, okay, that's cool that, you know, we're able to push 360 frames per second uh, on a display but is it even worth it, you know, to spend the money? Yeah. Um, and yeah, that I mean, to be honest, that's a question I can't answer because, to be honest, I've never played on a 360 hertz monitor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I'll trust the scientists. <laughs> I'll trust the scientists. Yeah, who, exactly, who right? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I was going to say, I 
I have friends that still play on like huge TVs and they're all trying to do the switch. I have so many people in my community are like, I'm trying to switch. I'm trying to get monitors, oh you know, my gosh, I want to do it. And I'm like, I would play. I might, when I go visit my brother, he plays on a big freaking like 65 inch. Like, how do you do this? I was trying to play COD. He want, he likes to go to sleep while I play video games. Uh-huh. Like, so I'll like, sit in the chair next to him while he sleaps and I'll just game <laughs> just Call game. of Duty. Yeah. And I'm just like looking across and it's so weird looking and so, uh, I just, I cringe a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you guys do this? I don't know. Please get a freaking monitor. Yeah, like, you cannot. You'll notice oh. such a difference. <laughs> if you think you're good now, just wait till you can actually see the enemy better. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They think, oh, a bigger screen, I can see everything. But what they don't know is that you have to literally, with TVs, you're going to have to move your head. That's how yeah. wide that screen is, you know? Yeah. Um, and also TVs, uh, you know, they may have been good to game on back then, but now um, the response time is is really bad. You know, you get like some oh, input terrible. lag. Um, yeah, it's just once you go on PC, you cannot go back. That's for sure. Yeah. The first thing I look for are frames and then the response time. Those yeah. are my first two. Number two. Yeah. One, two. Boom. Oh, my God. After that, it's just everything else. But yeah. oh, wait, one other bonus, though. These monitors, blue light thing. Oh, it's a lifesaver, Genius. isn't it? Yeah. Oh my when I, gosh. Yeah. I haven't had that before on a monitor. So uh, that makes my eyes just, I'm super happy with it. Yeah. That's one of the bonuses. It I'm really like, damn, okay, now I kind of want this on every monitor. <laughs> <laughs> it really saves you from having to uh, wear, you know, like those gunner glasses. I mean, you really yeah. can for, the, the, I guess, the extra effect. But uh, at that point for me, it gets too yellow. <laughs> yeah. And um, it also hurts my freaking ears. Yeah. When I wear uh, oh, yeah. the glasses those, those and glasses. I have the headset. Oh, my Unless gosh. I have a little end in my headset, which I don't. So, yeah. <laughs> um, for Call of Duty, is that a game where audio is also really important? Like, you really need oh, to hear huge. footsteps. Um, so, when it comes to audio equipment, I guess, I guess specifically in the Call of Duty space, if you had to go, like, list down, let's say, PC hardware, monitor, and audio equipment, which one of those three would be first, second, and third? in terms of upgrading? Well, I would say if I already have, like right now, if I had a crappy headset and I had the PC setup I had, I would want a better headset. Of course. So, um, I, you know. Let's say we're playing on equal footing. They're all, like, they're all so equal. Yeah, I, always, <laughs> I always want to get all, like you need to have all of that. You need to have a good headset. You need to have a good monitor. You need to have a decent PC so you can get the frames <laughs> to get it. Like, <laughs> that's really hard yeah, yeah okay yeah I, I think this is an interesting question for some the the average draw out there who probably upgrades their their equipment one by one little by little um yeah what what would you do if you're in their situation little by little i'd say pc pc first monitor monitor and then the headset okay fair yeah. enough i think i would do the same as well uh, i don't know if it's just me but I would take the crappy earbuds that you would get from, let's say, like Apple, and I'd crank up that volume so I could hear those footsteps oh my for now. God. Some <laughs> yeah. people still play it through their monitor, which is insane to no me. No way. Yeah. I've had people join my thing. I'm like, can you turn your TV off? They're like, that's how I hear it. I'm like, what? No way. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. So, I mean, so wow. clearly some people don't find audio that big of a deal. But, yeah, yeah I always needed to hear footsteps. Um. Yeah, I think that's definitely something that it definitely gets taken for granted is the audio and, and audio cues. 
especially when you're trying to clutch, like clutch, uh, yeah. clutch the dub, you know, and it's just you versus another team, especially in Call of Duty. There's so much ambient noise around. You got smoke okay. noise, you have helicopter noises, uh, firefighting. And I just, if someone's sneaking up behind you, you got to hear that. Like it's mm-hmm. a must. And the direction too. I always took this for granted, but it's like, oh, whatever. Like, I'll just hear them. I can just hear it through my monitor. But you can actually hear if they're coming from your left side or right side, right? If you have the right yeah. pair of headphones. Yeah. And if you have like a really good software that come with your headphones, like mine, I can adjust the audio perfectly to like really boost where the footstep levels are. And, oh, wow. you know, having that, yeah, super key too. That's cool. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So for you guys, I'd say um, audio is also one of the cheaper ones to upgrade. So that's mm-hmm. just a, a should be a no brainer. You know, if you have, I'd say you can get a decent pair of headphones for around 30 to $50 now. Yep. Um, that'll really just up your game a lot. Uh, in terms of mice and keyboard, do you really have a preference or because you're still kind of new to uh, the mouse and keyboard game? Right now, you're just getting used to mouse and keyboard. I have a preference for the mouse being wireless. Okay. That's, yeah, yeah, 100%. My movement's way better. I can go wherever the heck I want, and the core doesn't bug me. For the Um, keyboard, I just really like the buttons to feel nice. I do have a Logitech, but the buttons are already peeling away. Okay. I'm like um, pressing it right now. I'm trying. <laughs> all right, we're gonna, you guys, you heard it here. We're gonna, we're gonna send her over our best keyboard, and we're gonna compete. We gotta get <laughs> yeah. Kayla. Seal I'll do a comparison for you. Yeah, yes. I'll freaking do it. <laughs> we'll get her on the Oris keyboard for sure, guys. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Change me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I. The, I think we're, we're wrapping up, you know, our episode here. There is just one final thing I do want to hit on, and that's for uh, every just male or female streamer out there. What kind of advice can you give to them to uh, either, you know, give them the courage to start their stream or, you know, if they're in a rut in terms of, you know, how to get from a very, very small streamer to a somewhat, you know, I guess on the top end of the small streamers, how do they go about that? First thing I'd say you need to kind of build social media and post your content everywhere you possibly can. Doesn't matter if you're getting not getting views, like don't doubt yourself. Just keep pushing your content. Somebody's gonna see it at some point. Second, be consistent. Consistency, I think, is one of the number one things in streaming. If you don't stream for like a week and or you take a break because you're like thinking you're not going anywhere, you just you never know who will see your stream. Who will raid you? Who will host you? Uh, you just you just can't. I think people with doubting themselves is a huge thing in streaming and just keep grinding. I feel like I tell everybody that's gaming or if they're like literally playing the game and enjoy it, stream. If you have some kind of setup for it, stream. Just see what happens. You know, you'll, you'll probably end up loving it. I was super shy when I first started, but now I'm just like, hey, guys, what's up? You know, and I'm super I just feel like my confidence kind of built over time and it's helped me and my community and I've tried to help by also supporting other small streamers and doing the same thing back for them. So another thing, join other communities, be involved in the chat, you know, get noticed. Don't, you know, don't self-promote or anything. Just like talk against other people and like bond and relate. And you also find other people that might join your stream and yeah, be yourself. 
be yourself. Don't try to be somebody fake unless you're trying to be an entertainer like Dr. Disrespect or something. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's be something yourself, else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and kind of the last one here. So that was for male and female. What can you give? What advice can you give to all the female streamers out there um, that are just, you know, struggling with, with trying to get audience for them or they're just, you know, struggling just in general? Any words of wisdom or advice that you can give to them? Where's the wisdom? Freaking join other ladies streams, be involved with other ladies, because I feel like most parts we always support each other and try to help each other out and relate. And uh, it's a really good feeling when you have somebody on your side. Two, at first, when I first came back and like from the modeling switch, I was really watching what I wore. So I got taken seriously as a gamer. And I still feel like we're in that time where you kind of have to, which sucks. But I mean, just, I don't know, be comfortable, be yourself. I don't, I have, it's like really hard in the freaking gaming world to push back, uh, push away from judgments. But yeah, say, get your content out there. Show who you are, that you're like trying to take it seriously. And <laughs> <laughs> Well said. Yeah. No, I think yeah. that's a, a great way to end off, you know, be yourself, be true to who you are. Um, mm -hmm. and, and just trust that, you know, your, your content will be there uh, for people to watch. Right? Yeah exactly awesome well you guys i think that's that's it for today uh thank you so much kayla for coming on it's just really a, a, a treat and a pleasure when we always talk uh, for those of you guys who want to follow kayla and her career through streaming and see the sickest call of duty plays you'll <laughs> ever see uh make sure you guys head over to twitch.tv slash kayla delancey you can also follow her on social media as well same thing whatever that social media is slash kayla delancey is that correct Yes, everywhere. <laughs> awesome, everywhere. So uh, make sure you guys give her a follow um, and and see her dominate in the next tournament. Do you have a, Do you have another tournament coming up anytime soon? Uh, yeah, I have one on Thursday. Ooh, there uh, you go. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this Thursday, huh? <laughs> Dang, this episode yeah. won't be out for a couple of weeks. You have anything well, going on in December, like November, December? I'm going to be in multiple tournaments every week. So Okay, yeah. well, there you go. So she's just <laughs> going to be uh, grinding it up in tournaments. So make sure you guys go and give her a follow. Again, thanks, you guys, for watching. Today's episode is sponsored uh, by the Oris RTX 3090 series graphic card. Make sure you guys get one on Newegg and Amazon. Uh, you can find links in the description down below. Kayla, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you taking the time uh, to you know give your... Uh, two cents about just women in gaming and just streaming in general. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So for those of you guys who want to catch other episodes of uh, Late Night Bites with Oris, you can find them here on the Spotify uh, page, Late Night Bites. We also release episodes every Saturday at 8 p.m. Next week, we should have uh, someone from NVIDIA coming on our show um, to talk more about computer hardware. I know these last couple of episodes were very streamer based. Now we're going to go into more of the uh, technical hardware stuff. So if you guys want to know more about NVIDIA cards and NVIDIA technology, make sure you guys tune in next Saturday at 8 p.m. for our latest episode of Late Night Bites with Oris. Uh, other than that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>